Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Cheeseheads. Welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast. It's Derby Day, game against the Goons, which, you know, we came out with a draw and it's probably fair enough. I think most people are feeling pretty happy with the way things panned out at the end of the day. It was an exciting game with some positives, some negatives, and we're going to talk about all of it now. Joining me um, from South London, it's Mr. Paul Muir. Hey, Ding Paul. Yeah, good. Really enjoyed that this afternoon. Uh, felt fairly decent running into it this week and um yeah as you say there were positives and negatives but um overall really really happy because i think uh maybe in seasons gone by we would have capitulated mm. and lost that day no agreed agreed and there's plenty of opportunities for us to do that as well um also joining in from up north mr seb short how you doing mate yeah good um and like like paul you know i, f- I feel quite proud actually after that performance mm. i won't go in the kind of levy platitude we've got our tottenham back and all that but that was that that um, pleased me greatly. That performance would have been obviously a bonus to come out with a win, but lots to be positive about. And uh, yeah, actually, apart from kind of the the increased heart rate, I, I did enjoy. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Um, myself, Paul, and Steve Diver went out last night, um, so wasn't in the best condition to be watching a nerve wracking game like that today. It's got to be said, <laughs> didn't didn't enjoy that aspect of it. But um, yeah, let's 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 crack in as we always do and talk about the lineup. Um, only one change, I believe, Paul, from from our standard. And what, what did you think about that, Johnson coming in? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel a bit for Manuel Simon. I think he's done all right. And I've gone on record here and on, on my social media saying I think there's a really good player there. Mm. And I was quite I was quite looking forward to seeing um, him up against their defence, which I think is not great. Um, but, yeah, Johnson, we know what we get from him. If you watch a little bit of Forest, you watch a bit of Wales like I do, um, you know, you're going to get a real speedster. You're going to get someone who's going to cut in and, and, and make an extra man in the box. Wasn't that wasn't that unduly uh, surprised to see that he went with Porro again as well? I, I, I thought that would be the only change myself mm. during the week. It would be either going to be Royale 
or Poro. I think we got lucky because both Martinelli and Trossard didn't start today. So yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that was quite fortunate, wasn't it? But yeah, Johnson. Yeah, it's it's, it's what we've been saying for the last couple of weeks. You know, Seb, yourself, I, cut other people's like we've got some options up front, and it was yeah. And why not just roll the dice and give the new guy a shout? And, sorry, give him a start, and uh, we did. No, I thought he did all right. Mm. What do you think about that as well, Seb? Like Paul said, um, you know, without them having Martinelli on the pitch, they had to go with Nketiah. I don't really rate that highly. Um, but, you know, the Arsenal team was still pretty much what they would put out normally. So it was, it was you know, full-strength Arsenal squad pretty much, wasn't it? And I thought we were brave in that in that lineup. People were thinking we might sort of adapt slightly because, you know, the, the Goons are a threat on the counter. Probably the best team we've, we've played so far and, and could be a danger against the type of football we play. So were you surprised that we kind of just went out and gung-ho? No, um, li- listening to all the. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if that's burst your bubble, but no, no. it's exactly uh, what I was expecting. To be fair, don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of um, um, media. Um, I, I think even the headline on one of the the nationals on Saturday was led with um, Postecoglou saying, "You know, we're going to take the game to them. We're not going to change our principles. You know, we've got yeah. a way of playing." And that is that you know uh, a in the lineup. That's what what we saw. I did question when the lineup come out. I, 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 maybe you boys saw it quicker than me, but I, I didn't know who was actually going to be on the left. I kind of always thought. Mm. We said Johnson can play across the, the the all attacking positions, but I kind of thought really you know I'm not sure if he's going to be on the left or whether he's going to swap Kulu, but I couldn't mm. see that or whether Son's going to play left and Johnson. But this is good because if I'm thinking that and we're thinking that then opposition might well be thinking that. So, yeah. you know, it's and like you say, it, they're not the the three that started today in those attacking positions aren't the only ones that we've got. Um, you know, a shame about Perisic in the week, but we've still got Solomon, still got Richarlison, as we saw. Valiz on the bench as well. We don't know what how that's going to that's going to pan out, but that's a, that's a potential another option. Um, mm. But yeah, I didn't think it would it, it would have really surprised me had we have had some kind of formation change um or or something completely unexpected um because um because of everything that's been kind of that's happened over the last few weeks and everything that's been said well exactly and Angie's like you say quite uh blatant in, in the way he's going to play it doesn't change he said that's how it's going to be it's not going to work sometimes sometimes it will be difficult but you know that's how we're going to play and i like it <laughs> i think most first fans at the moment do as well um yeah. Let's crack into the game then. It was, I don't know, not a nervy start, but it did seem like Arsenal were maybe a little bit ahead of us in terms of the pace of the game. And they were closing down relentlessly, weren't they, Paul? Their their press was incredible. It was incredible, that press, wasn't it? It Yeah. uh, They're smart as well. I mean, mean, I've never, I'm not not Gabriel Jesus' biggest fan, um, but he works like an absolute animal in closing down he's and he's he's a trigger and when he goes Odegaard's in behind and then obviously Rice and Vieira are well Rice was kind of just basically screening in front of Saliba and, and uh, mm-hmm. Gabriel their centre-backs but they they they, they force them to like corners of the pitch and so they do it really really well it's what City does and obviously Arteta has learned that from Pep when he was there and he's, he's, he's drilled this he's drilled this team uh to do that and but we just we just couldn't break the press you know rice was really just like closing down that space where madison wants to work madison was coming deeper and deeper and deeper uh we couldn't we, they were letting us have the ball on in the wide areas letting us send up the split center backs have it and then when they try to push forward into midfield or out to the wiggins in a doggy or Poro, it was just getting closed down yeah they just they just they just pressed really really hard i didn't think we were particularly bad in the ball 
at all. I just think that that they are they are a very very good pressing team, mm. and um, we did well. Stick into it actually. We stick stick with it for the first. I would say the first fifteen minutes. I don't know how you boys felt, but I thought if we get through, if we get through, if we ride this bit like a boxing, if we ride this and kind of roll with it a little bit, we might still be in it with a puncher's chance. And I felt like yeah, we never looked unduly like you know kind of like, yeah, they're definitely going to score. They're definitely going to score. No, I think that's it. It's not that they were necessarily creating really great chances, clear-cut chances, but it's just the pressure they were putting us under. And you kind of think back to the Spurs sides where we've been put under pressure over the last couple of years and losing the ball, having to go long, being under you know relentless pressure. But you're right. There was moments where we were just like, right, we'll, we'll pass it around. We'll play those tight angle passes. We'll, we'll play it to a man who's, who's got a guy two metres room. It was, it was quite brave at times. And I thought... Yeah, both sides were sort of breaking up play as well. It wasn't just all Arsenal. I thought we broke up some of their play occasionally as well. The big threat, though, in that first half, Seb was, was on the wing, wasn't it, from Saka? And they seemed to find that ball to him relentlessly. And uh, Yudogi sort of was, was struggling a bit with the pressure, wasn't he? Yeah, um, I was worried. Obviously, he got picked up the booking, um, I think maybe 15 minutes. Yeah, 15-minute uh, mark. Something like that. That's a long time. Um, it, it's not just a long time um, for any defender to be on a on a book and it's a long time when like you say the ball is seem to be just finding its way over to that to Arsenal's right hand side of the pitch you know all the time mm. um, so yeah it was worrying i did feel um it, it was it's really hard and we we've said this on previous pods but we're going to have to kind of get used to it because in some ways it's frustrating and in some ways it's kind of kind of awe inspiring to see a team we were under a lot of pressure um it did seem like we couldn't get it out of our uh, our um, half certainly for a lot of that yeah. lot of that yeah. first half, and yet we carried on doing the same things, yeah. and that's what Ange wants. You know, it, it, we're not just going to go long. We're not going to we're not going to change the way up. This is what we train to do, and this is how we're going to play. And yeah. you you know, he has faith that those players are good enough to get out of those tight situations, and we saw it a couple of times um, when we did kind of get that ball free and over the halfway line. Um, yeah. We attacked at, at, at pace. Um, you know, Johnson had a chance um, two, three minutes in. You know, mm-hmm. at start start of the half. I think it was a, a good save eventually. Um, and with the pace that we've got on those, uh, uh, particularly on the flanks, if we can work that ball to that area, then then it's a threat. Um, so that's obviously the game plan, or, or, or certainly one of the game plans. Um, but I was quite. It is. It's quite interesting to see a young team have complete faith in the in the method of play and not change yeah. from it despite you know intense pressure no i agree um they've, they've obviously bought into it you can see that and you're right there was a, a few moments where that ball down the wing to johnson or to kulu we sort of we went at them um but you're right in in general it was a, it was a bit of a sort of a struggle to get out of our half most of that most of that half and the goal in the end was quite fortuitous at the end of the day wasn't it I don't even think the shot mm. from Saka was going on target Paul but you know Romero can't really do much you look his feet aren't quite planted right and the ball just sort of come at him he tries to raise his leg but obviously the pace of it and it could have gone anywhere one of those couldn't they uh, yeah, he's either going like in the corner or he's redirected it. Unfortunately, you're right. It, it's um, it's not going in, and if it is, I'm sure Vicario's got it covered. I think there was somebody coming at the back post. It might be in Hezu, uh, Gabriel Hezu at the back post. But I don't think at the pace the ball was the shot was going out. I don't no. think he would have reached it. No. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Genev Gary Neville said, and he he, he wafts a leg at it, and I, I kind of agree with that. Really, um, 
there is there is quite it's quite interesting because obviously Johnson's running back with uh, Ben White trying to cover him, isn't he? Mm. And uh, there's a bit of a miscommunication between the doggy and Johnson. A doggy probably should have gone with White, and then obviously Johnson would have been the, the guy to go to the ball and, and cut the shot off. There's a bit of a mismatch. He, he Saka pops in on his left hand side, as we know he can do, and yeah, it, it deflects into the corner, which. Um, which is unfortunate, you know, for Mr. Romero, because obviously, you know, the handball, which we'll come on to in a minute. But um, it's just, it, yeah, you'd like to see him, like, an international defender, World Cup, when he'd, like, plant his feet a bit better, as you say, and be a bit more prepared to get a better contact and a more, a more controlled contact on it. Yeah, it, it was a shame. It was a shame. No, agreed. Uh, it did kind of feel like it was going to be one of those days at that point, as it, as it does with Spurs. We, we, I feel like quite regularly in these games, we, we don't get the rub of the green necessarily. We have sort of unfortunate things happen. But, you know, we stuck with it in that half, didn't we? We didn't allow them. Arsenal had a few chances after that, um, but then said we, we managed to get a goal in the end through persistence. And it was quite a sort of um, a sustained period of pressure, wasn't it? The ball got played over the top to Kulu to start with and he put it across. There was sort of ball went, knocked about, but then bit of class from Madison and a great finish from Sun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was good. And it kind of reminded me of one of the things that um, Postacoglu said um, with regards to the, actually with the end of games and the fact that, you know, you're, if you, no matter how tired you are, the other team um, will be more tired because you would have had the ball. And, and yeah, it, despite going one nil down, we we had a lot of possession. I think it came up at one point. It was sixty three percent in the first mm. half. That's a lot of ball away at a, you know, I hate saying it, but a good team. Um, you yeah. know, away from home, yeah. and they've just had um, five minutes Arsenal where they looked. I don't know if they were rattled or just they kind of switched off. And in that phase mm. of play, there was a few things. I've I've looked at it back. There was a few mistakes actually that Arsenal made. One particular I think was Rice um when the ball kind of gets recycled after the Raya um Raya kind of um punches it out Poro puts a cross in Raya kind of punches it out the ball comes mm. back out into the penalty area and Rice actually stands stands his ground and it isolates Saka with Madison um who then you know great bit of trickery to kind of get get round and and into the box um and but can't take anything away from Son because if you look at it, he's got three central defenders, three defenders around him. His movement is superb. His movement to the ball was really good. Yeah. He was like, yeah. he was so quick to that cross. Wasn't he? Yeah. But also for Madison not to fire that across the goal, which is probably mm. the the, the um, instinctive um, thing to do, but to actually actually had the vision, pull up, put it into that into that right area. Um, it, you know, it was it was a, a quality goal, and you, you know, it silenced. Um, the Emirates um, just at the right time, which is exactly what you want. I have to admit, I, I, I don't know if I overreacted, but I shouted. That, like, I was actually, I watched it on uh, at home on my own today, but I shouted so loudly, like it hurt my Adam's app. Like I felt like I'd, <laughs> like I'd swallowed a ping pong ball or something. I couldn't talk afterwards. And I, yes! And it made me think something that my dad said once, which is he thinks that he dislikes Arsenal more than he likes Tottenham and it just <laughs> <laughs> I was I was almost there I was thinking yeah I really hate them like it meant like yeah it got me I've really fired up when that goal went in we had some chance in that first half as well didn't we I'm trying to think when the Johnson opportunity came the one that Ray had pulled off a pretty decent save for but that was again some some sort of decent play ball in the box and um, Johnson was quite unlucky there so like, there were chances yeah. and when was the Jesus chance as well was that the first or second half ball I can't remember 
Was that the one when Vigo and he uh, Saka cuts inside and curls it over and he comes at the back post? No, no I was Morris. talking about the one where he, he took it off Madison. Madison just sort of didn't really anticipate him oh, being yeah. so close and nipped off him. Was that the first half? Yeah, first half. That was when the game changed, about, about half an hour. It was about, about 30 minutes in. Um, yeah. yeah, and we were still still playing that... that um, not risky. Well, it is risky because what happened, I guess, but, risky, yeah. Yeah, these, <laughs> these these short little passes. And I actually think Vicario um, we did quite well today. And I, I was kind of watching him and it made me think of Hugo. Being yeah. in that, we were doing that with Hugo and you, you literally would be having kittens. But Vicario seems to find that ball on and they manoeuvre it quite well. Van der Ven finds space, Basuma finds space. Um, mm. So even though it's a little bit kind of heart in mouth sometimes, it didn't really cause us a problem until that... Madison, I just don't think he saw Jesus coming no. for it. It's not, I, 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 Vicario's got to give him a shout, man, on, or one of the centre-backs has got to give him a shout, man, on. Or, or, or do they expect Madison just to be able to like be press-resistant and turn that? I mean, I, I find that very difficult. A player of Madison's quality doesn't know he's going to get pressed as a pivot. Yeah. I, I, find, I just wonder what's going on there. I mean, if they scored that, I, I believe it would be game over at that point. And I don't know what who's doing he's, and that's why he's not a world class clinical kind of striker because he he'll just do he side foot that into the left hand side of Vicario's uh, goal and he's in but he just fucking fires his laces through it and yeah he lashes you know, at it doesn't he absolutely it, yeah but I just I really because I thought there'd be a lot of that I thought we'd really pressure like Rice when we are up their end and I thought they'd really pressure like you know a Basuma or a Papamata in a pivot for us but I didn't expect to be seeing Madison that deep and you know maybe he was trying to obviously like, trying to make things work but just a really uncharacteristic because I mean they, he was coming to his right hand side as well it's not as if he's like he's, he's like going to get mugged he, it was it, no one I'd love to know if anybody gave him a call and he just thought right oh he didn't hear it because it's a really uncharacteristic thing for him to, to do that yeah. and um we were lucky at that point. That, that was a bit of luck. No, we're right. And yeah, Vicario did make some saves. I don't think about that, that Jesus one as well, because the preseason game against uh, Barca, wasn't it, when Lewandowski scored from a really similar position and yeah. you know he, he didn't get that one whilst he got a good strong arm on, on this one. Um, so I was quite mm-hmm. pleased with, with Vicario. And, you know, the two goals that we did concede, a pen and, and obviously the own, own goal, couldn't really do too much about. He's had a good start to this season. Um so I'm quite quite pleased with with him between the sticks at the moment. Did you notice as well? There was one point in the in the first half, a, a dog. He did have a, a quite shaky, you know, opening 25 minutes after oh, that back pass. And he, yeah, he hit that back pass, and it was a doggy's fault. But Vicario, he 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 took it on himself. And I just ask, you know, it's only a little thing, but I think that's quite, mm. big. you know, they're both new to the team, but Doggy's only only twenty. Um, yeah. and, and Vic, you know, he pointed, he was like, "It's me. I should have called. Should have should should have called. Should have called you." You could see him saying it. Um, mm. And I just thought that was really big. I really like him. The more I see of him, I think he's got um, the um, what's the word like the belief, if you like, of the defenders in front of him. Um, he's good. Yeah, they trust him. Uh, He's good, good with his feet, um, and I, I, I like what I see. And t- someone taking responsibility like that, um, I like it. I thought he was very vocal today, from what I could see. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's really, he's really, you know, he's growing every game. It's good. Well, and also the Romero goal as well. He was straight up to him and yeah. telling him, yeah. you know, trying to console him, telling him to get his head straight and stuff. So yeah, it, like the team spirit does seem to be there, and we seem to have got some really good, positive uh, sort of leadership candidates in there as well. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Second half was a bit different, wasn't it? I don't know whether like yeah. the Arsenal just tired themselves out with that press in the first half, but there was two things. like They, they just weren't pressing and they didn't quite seem to have the, the intensity they did in that first half. Um, but also, the, you know, the ball out to Saka just didn't seem to happen anywhere near as often. I know you've asked the question, Seb, within our Patreons. I, I don't know whether you've got a response because I, I don't really know either. They just didn't seem to, to go for it as much, did they? I couldn't work it out and I kept I kept looking at the game because it happened like within the first 10 minutes. I was like, hold on. Yeah, I know obviously Arsenal, would, uh, I think they'd scored by then uh, or, or mate, yeah, 10, 15 minutes in. But I was thinking, he's, he's not getting the ball. And yet I couldn't mm. work out what we'd done differently um, because I've had a few answers back and I'm not putting the Patreon down. I'm, I'm glad that we um, that we got some, some replies. But, um, <laughs> But no one's really answered the question. So maybe it's something that people can say on um, on, on Facebook or, or whatever when, when we put this pod out. Because the answer that came back um, from a couple was, well, we had we we had more of the ball in the second half, but we didn't. The, the possession yeah. stats went down. Uh, yeah. And we still had enough of the ball. And overall, I think we got we had 53% of the ball as a, uh, over the course of the match. Um, but at one point in the first half, like I said, that was 63%. So I couldn't work out what we're doing. Another answer came in that Van der Ven came over slightly to help with Doggy yeah. up, but I can't yeah, I think so, really bit. notice that too much. And obviously then if he comes over loads, then we're leaving gaps. So, But they didn't appear to yeah. be exploited. So I don't know. I don't know what you guys thought. I'll tell you why it was, because they had Kai Havertz on the field. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, Declan Rice and, and Vieira going off as well, and you know, having Jorginho and Kai Havertz come on, probably there might be a bit of a shout there, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, He's awful, Kai Havertz. To not see Declan Rice come out and have him sitting there, like, you know, his face like a spanked ass, as my as, <laughs> as uh, some friends of mine would say. And, uh, you know, and he's, he, yeah, he's obviously a big miss. I mean, Whatever you think about Declan Rice's technical abilities, I don't think he's as good as people make out he is. But um, he's a big miss in that team. I, I just don't believe they they could uh, they could recycle and manoeuvre the ball as well with Jorginho on the field and Havertz on the field. Quite mm. simply, I do believe that Van der Ven came over a bit more. Um, on the doggy thing as well, I, you've you've got to give a little bit of credit obviously to him, but also for uh, for Ange. We you you've said now I've counted. You said this on this podcast already six or seven times. Brave. And that's brave from Ange, isn't it, to yeah. keep mm. him on mm. as well. And I, I think I think that's really, really just just I'm a player. I'm I'm as you say, the first 15, 20 minutes of the biggest game of the season, my new club. Um he's already played an Italian derby, I, I I assume, right? But North London Derby is his like sixth seventh game um in the league, sixth game in the league, excuse me, and he's up against like one of the kind of like informed players at their ground. And you know, and lesser players might think I'm getting hooked, I'm getting hooked, I'm getting a half time. And even like Gary Neville again on like, well, Ben Davis is a natural kind of like uh kind of replacement. But no, you know, Ange kept him on and, and trusted him. And as a player you've got to think, bloody hell. That that's gotta give you a shot in the arm, isn't it? Yeah. If you think if you think about that. And I, I think that's I think that's absolutely elite. Elite from Ange. Yes, it's a risky thing. He could dive in, but he, he knows the guy. He, he, he's seen him. He's seen him in training. He's, mm. he's, he's got a relationship with his player, and he's like, "I'm trusting you. Don't be a dickhead. Don't get sent off like uh, Royale did last season." And mm. yeah, you know, and just 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 do your job. And he did, and we came out it was good. Good from Ange. Really good from Ange. Yeah, and I felt a bit 
sorry for a doggy as well because the yellow it looked worse than it was like because he kind of went in with a bit of pace but he didn't really catch him it wasn't there was no maliciousness to it as far as you could tell he was just a, a little bit late and you saw other tackles probably like that in the game which went unpunished the and then you compare that well yeah sorry. you compare that to the Inkeria tackle for me that's a it's red, a red has to be even though he doesn't catch him with the bottom of his foot his like his leg is trapped in there isn't it and his whole body pretty much goes into his leg and it's late and he's sliding it's reckless like the ref i don't know we always moan about refs but that was a bit of a strange decision that one for me um let's talk about the pen though as well another decision which probably probably could have gone either way what did you think about it seb i didn't think it was a penalty um no I, no, it's I, look. It, it's awful that in a sport that, however many billion people watching that game, and however many people want to talk about it afterwards, um, and however many professional pundits are looking at that, that we are turning around and saying, "Well, no one really knows the law anymore." <laughs> I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? Let, you know, just just on the just in the cold light of day to for that sentence to even be a thing in yeah. what is the most watched game of in the world of the weekend that we we don't know we we don't we genuinely don't know Gary Neville but, is watching it and saying I don't think that's a penalty how can you be giving that but yeah. at the same time saying well, it's probably going to get given it's just it's just it's just beyond belief but uh, we've faced so many changes to these to the to the rules, especially yeah. around sort of handball and, and and penalties and stuff like that, and ball to hand. That seems to be revised every season for like the last five years, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, mm. I, for for me, I, the 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 mitigating circumstances, if you like, around it is the ball bobbles around. I think it's kind of there's some kind of shot that comes in, but from if I remember rightly, it kind of comes off Madison a little bit. He's kind of falling backwards, mm. so. How's Romero meant to anticipate that kind of slip, kind of half thing from from a yard, two yards away? I, mm. I don't get it. He does what any defender would do and tries to close that ball down. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I think for me, if there's a shot from five, ten yards away from an opposition player, it looks like it's going to go in, and the ball, and you stop it with your hand. That's a penalty. Uh, that. But like you say, I don't. I don't really know. It's really hard to comment on because we don't know what we're talking about. We don't know what the rules actually are. No. Um, we'll see another one. We'll see something equally, you know, just as similar in a game this weekend. I'm sure. We, I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard to find. Maybe not in the Premier League, but across across the English leagues or whatever. And it won't won't get given. And it'll be almost the same. So that's the inconsistency, and it's what, what drives you mad. Yeah, I don't no. think it was. I don't think it's a penalty, and also I think the ref. You think Romero's lunging? It's what is it? It's a forward lunge movement, yeah. uh, stepping forward, dropping down to one knee. He's got to get back up again as well. So his arm is staying where it is because he's, he's going to need that arm to push down to help him go back up to, to upright. Ref doesn't really understand biomechanics by the sounds of things. I mean, you can't. Where is his arm supposed to go? He's an athletic kind of guy. He's reaching for a ball. His arm is there for balance and to help him get back up. Yeah, ref, ref. That it's not a penalty. It's not. A penalty. What I will say is that the doggy went up for, when he went up for a header. He put his arm above his head and mm. it, hit, it hit a doggy's hand. That was handball, and that got missed. Oh, I disagree. So uh, maybe I disagree. No, with that. I don't I, think I, it hit his hand. When I looked it looked at it back, I, th- I don't think it hit his hand. No, it looked. It kind of. I can see why you think it did, but it kind of came off the off the back of his neck. I thought his hand was nearby, 
but I don't think it is hand. I might be wrong, okay. but when I, I've seen it back, and I don't, th- I think that might have been why we got away with it. Okay. And I didn't see it. Exactly. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Better edit that bit out then. <laughs> nah, let's start it in. Come <sighs> <laughs> well, we need some debate. Yeah, I mean, we very quickly. That was the the, the great thing about that from the kickoff. Um, we, we very quickly got back into it. And, and to be fair, it wasn't really through any great play, was it? It was just Jorginho sleeping on the ball and Madison being tenacious. But he closed him down really well, didn't he, Paul? And then you know, the finish from Sun, it's night and day from the Sun we saw last season. That's what happens when you haven't got a sports hernia. This is what happens. <laughs> you, you, move, you, you move like a world-class athlete and he's a world-class athlete. The celebration, um, you yeah, know, and, and I, I, again, first on this podcast, we're going to mention Gary Neville. He said like they, they've over celebrated in the corner, yeah. and they have done. There's a lot of work to get done uh, yet. Yeah. Madison, yeah, Georgina. I mean, Madison's got like five or six meters to close down. I mean, you're talking kind of going to take about a second or two seconds to get there, which is a lifetime in midfield football play. Hmm. But he, 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 he dallies on it, and and like Son gambles, knows he's going to win it, and away. And what Son does, Son keeps his run nice and true, so he doesn't like make it easy for the defender. Defender has to make a kind of like decision, and the weight of the pass. Hmm. And we know we know what it's like. You know, we've seen it before. The assist. Sometimes from people, it's too hard, and it's or it's under hit, or it, it it goes like a little bit too far and takes the striker out of the, out of the equation because you're pushing too far for the angle. But and then that just just that dink, just well, it was just like he just rolled it, didn't he? And it was it was really yeah. really nice. And then around the back of the goal, over to the faithful, and and he he, he looked like he he really meant it. He, he said during the week, didn't he? Goes, Arsenal going to see a new son they haven't seen before, and. Um, mm. I'm also a little bit wary because Bale used to say that, Van der Vaart used to say it as well, and Eunice, uh, not Eunice Kabul, um, uh, other players used to say it as well. And it's just like, don't keep your mouth shut because that's just going to like come back and haunt you. But he was fantastic today, and that finish was just, you know, it, it just kind of encapsulates uh, what he was like today. And he, he would look overjoyed, and you could see him, he fired up, and mm. he's there with Madison, and he, he does, he just like looks at the crowd, and he just explodes for two or three seconds. He just lets it go, and I just thought, Yes, mate. Yes, because I was like all over the place at that point. I was like, I was up and down. It was like it was. It yeah. Christ knows what he must be feeling. But yeah, yeah. lovely finish and, and well done, James Madison as well. Because you know, he's he's he he, he he's, he's had a he, that obviously he hurt his knee a little bit later on. But you know, he, he was getting marked out of the game. He, he got lucky as we talked about a minute ago with a Hezu, uh, uh when he when he kind of like uh, ambushed him and it was one on one with a keeper, but. The finish was just delightful. It was just like he was he was, was in totally control of what he was doing there, which was which was beautiful. Yeah, and you're right. Like the the other thing as well is like he's really stepping up, taking over uh, the sort of the or filling that gap that Mr. Kane has left, scoring goals this season. And also just the fact that like him and Madison are combining together was was nice. Two assists, two goals today, all looking good. But then, like you said, Madison getting injured. Heart and mouth type stuff, wasn't it? Seven, and I don't know what to make of it. We've obviously got called on the case because he's with his connections, but um, try and find out what the situation is. But it didn't look good, did he? Afterwards, in the interview, he just seemed really miserable and downbeat, as if he's you know, he knows he's going to be out for a bit. Well, that kind of added fuel to the fire, didn't it? I think we were all looking to see his, his reaction or mm. to say, I'm fine, or in something like that. But it looked, it looked terrible. I mean, mm. it looked really bad. And actually, I've seen horrible. a kind of a slow down image of it and it, it does not look nice um 
but then he's he's off and then he's back on and he's running, he's putting effort in. It just reminded me of Bentoncourt because I think I'm right in saying when Bentoncourt did his his ACL, we let him back mm-hmm. on the pitch for a bit. Um and I was just like, Oh God, don't don't you know, I can't I couldn't bear that. He is um integral to everything that we we are doing at the moment and he's probably one of I mean there, there's probably a few but he's one that you know I don't know what Geo's capable of but he, I think he's irreplaceable um Madison at the moment uh, that that, yeah. would, that would be a worry it, uh, but every team has that it's not I, I can't criticize Tottenham or the board or, or anything like that because teams have irreplaceable players you know City lose Haaland or um you know uh, I can't, I can't think of one for Arsenal, but <laughs> you know what I mean. There's, there's players that you can't replicate what what they do. Um, yeah. Just, just one thing I did want to say, actually, just going back to that song goal, and I'm sorry to bring up Neville again, who, who thought was 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 all right today, but he said, he hates Arsenal. He hates Arsenal. So there you go. That's, that that would be what it is. But he said something that I, I quite liked actually, which was we need to we we know that Son is a fantastic left winger. We need to remember he's a world class striker, and yes. I thought that that was that's actually that's actually right. You know, we we we've take we've had him out of that position, but the finishing today, those two goals were expertly taken. Yeah. But, you know, we really, really, really cool, calm in that cauldron as well. Um, it's yeah, fantastic. But yeah, Madison, we've had the we've had the um, the inside um, knowledge from caller, which says apparently it's very sore. Doesn't think they're serious damage, but a scan will check it out in the morning. Mm. So, yeah, which, which tends to be the case. But he's, he's only been here a couple of weeks, and he's already had two scares, leaving the stadium in a protective boot, and now this. Um, but he does mean so much to this team because you know you look at what happened. We brought on Hoybier for him, Richarlison came on for Son, and, and we kind of lost all attacking intent at that point, didn't we, Paul? And it does kind of beg the question about if either of them are out for a while, what do we do to replace them? Yeah, uh, well, Banton Core, I think, is going to be back in the next, probably next four to six weeks. But obviously, we've got to play games up until then. I mm. think when Banton comes back, we might see a bit more. We might not the, feel the loss of Madison if, if, if we do lose him uh, as much as well. Um, I, I tend to think we'll, we'll rely a lot more on Basuma and his ball carrying um, because obviously he was getting closed down. Uh, Zinchenko was all, I mean, they really did a number. Mm. They play very similar to us, but they're obviously just there's a couple of seasons advanced to Angeball uh, to, to where we are at the moment. But to answer your question, it, it, it will, be, as Seb said, it will be a massive miss. But I think it might be mitigated a bit by uh, Benton Court coming back, um, mm. but also Basuma having a bit more freedom and not having a, a midfield of that quality trying to close him down. So I think yeah, you know, we got you got Basuma able. We could also go to the four and with a three at the back like we did last last week, where we had the box midfield. So we had two, we had two in the six, and we had we had um, two advanced players in Kulu, and it, it was Madison at the time, but that could easily be Giovanni Lacelso or, or or someone else uh, in that kind of box midfield. But I don't really want to think about it if Madison, because I one I love, I, I love, I mean, he said a lovely thing about they asked him about the uh, the darts. Um, there's been a bit of darts banter, seemingly international uh, duty last week or the week mm. before between mm. him and Bakayo. I don't know if you've heard this, but you probably have. He's like, well, uh, because probably still doing a darts challenge when I turned him for the first goal. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that was lovely. So if you're saying stuff like that, then maybe you know, it's not all bad. But yeah, if we lose Madison, then we've got to start looking at maybe, obviously, the Celso's back 
sharpish or we start asking Basuma to be a bit more of a progressive ball carrier and trying to work that or bring Kulu into the middle and then having Johnson and, and Manuel Solomon mm. uh, either side of, yeah. of uh, either side of um, of Son and then and, and then bring kind of like uh, Kulu who I thought was quietly effective today I thought I thought he was really really good yeah. a bit more pace a bit more pace and he, he, he would have been a, he would have been a, he would have been through a few times but I thought he was really really good and I can see why he's getting all the plaudits for the, the work he's putting in because he really did. Him and Poro on that side, I thought, were really, really good. Yeah, some good interplay between them. And he's just always persistent, is. isn't he? I think that's the thing about yes. Kudu. You know he's going to be persistent, even if it doesn't always come off. Uh, he's head's not dropping as well. When, he's, when he doesn't get a decision as well, he, exactly. he used to kind of chuck his toys a bit, didn't he, at the ground, yeah. at, at the stadium. Mm. He's not doing that now. He's like, okay, right, okay, give me it. That's fine. That's fine, okay. Uh, no, no, no questions, no, no histrionics, no kind of like you know, throwing his arms around and like you know whatever. But it's yeah, he he's he's been he's been very good so far. This is get some of it. Yeah, that was my biggest disappointment with Basuma. I thought we saw Basuma had a poor first half, um, especially yeah. by his standards this season. He was just a little bit off it. You know, we haven't really seen him dispossessed. I don't think so far this season. Happened once or twice, but right at the end of the half as well. Was it right at the end of the half? He got that yellow for arguing with the ref uh, when Saar it was a blatant foul from Saar, but he was questioning something. I think a foul on Udogi, but just screaming at the ref, you know, you can't do it. I just hate these pointless yellows. We really need to get on top of it because you're not going to get anything from refs this season. Players need to learn. He's had three yellows now, I think, as Nibisuma. That's what I was going to say there, Seb. Yeah, I was going to say three and six now. Yeah, so that's, that's, not, that's not great. Um, Hey, they'll learn. They'll learn. You know, new rules have obviously come in. I, I got his frustration though with that specific incident because yeah. uh, it was it was a foul. Well, he got smashed in the, the mouth. Thing. Ben White just smashed yeah. it in the mouth with his arm. Mm. Yeah, it, it 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 was that should have been a yellow card. Um, the other way. In fact, the commentators thought that um, White had been booked, but it wasn't. It was then they corrected themselves, and obviously it was Basuma for for arguing. But but they'll learn. I thought as Basuma got better in that second half, we got better. He's very very pivotal yeah. to. To, to, to what we do um, dictates a lot of the play when we can get him on the ball there was a couple of times actually when he um, his body movement is is fantastic when he receives the ball um, you know he can beat a couple of players just by moving his body there was one 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 time actually I pointed it out to my son where he had the ball facing um, Vicario and just he didn't even touch the ball he just manoeuvred his body and he beat a player just he didn't even touch the ball it was, mm. it, it was fantastic. Um, so, yeah, as he grew, it grew into it. Um, we grew into it. And, yeah, like you say, the subs kind of blunted us, I felt, a little bit towards, towards the end. However, we did have that chance. And uh, yeah, uh, that Richarlison chance right oh. at the end. Um, yeah, well defended, to be fair, to, to, to give credit, because it was, it was on target. Um, if that had gone in, God, I, I would have lost more than my voice. I think, I think we <laughs> <laughs> we've been under quite pressure I think in that injury time we we handled it well but there was a lot of corners coming in um, and the like I think Vicario got did well with a couple uh, and yeah. then we broke on like 99 minutes or whatever it was and yeah there was a chance there that would have been limbs, as they say. Yeah, th- th- that 10 minutes of extra time as well. You know, in most games, we're looking forward to a bit of extra time. <laughs> I was like, 10 minutes? No, <laughs> just blow the whistle now, please. Because at that point, it did kind of feel like... Whilst, to be fair, I thought that the Emirates were silenced. They were nervy towards the end as well. Like they, they, they I don't think they were t- totally confident with the way they were playing. Like we said, they, they missed some of the players that they can sometimes have coming off the bench, like Trossard, to sort of change a game. They didn't really have that today. Um, and it felt like if anyone was going to score, it, it could it could well have been us for a period. But 
yeah, extra time was a bit nervy. I'm just glad we got through it. And yeah, a, a draw is a reasonable result against essentially an Arsenal team that everyone thought were, you know, the best thing since fucking sliced bread, aren't they? What do you make of um, what do you make of song coming off, Franco? What do I think it was a bad decision? Well, yeah, well, it's happened obviously a couple couple of times the last couple of games. Obviously, it worked um, against Sheffield United, if you, if you like, with the, the Richarlison coming on and making the impact that he did. But did you feel there was a need for it today? No, not really, because I thought Son was still a bit of a threat, wasn't he? And, and his pace compared to Richarlison's is is a big is a big threat against any team. And it's difficult for Richarlison as well because I feel like when he comes on in these situations, he's not got a lot of time to do something and. And maybe he sort of like has to force his game a little bit, but you know, he didn't. He didn't really do much, did he? Apart from like you say, that chance that he had. Um, so no, it was a strange one. I would have kept it on just so that we had that threat of a bit of pace if if we wanted to on the break, but and decided otherwise. And we did seem to shore it up a little bit as well. Like Hoybier, I thought was quite good though. He's you know he played a nice one-two with Yadogi down the left, and then broke and played a, a nice ball over the top as well to Richarlison, I think it was or Solomon. Can't remember so. You don't. You know, that's the one thing I think about Hoybier is as much as I don't think his attributes are specifically suited to the system, you do get the impression that he's the type of player that is coachable and you know will do as he's told. He's like will follow his orders. Um, so maybe him staying for the rest of the season isn't that bad a thing. At the end of the day, I think he can he can probably do a job coming off the bench. But yeah, it's the difference was was with Madison. You know he will get the ball and always be looking to sort of maybe turn and do something with it whilst, you, you, you know, you don't get that before you get do you at all. Right, cheeseheads, um, we'll call it a day there. Just let me quickly mention our prize, uh, scratchoffmaps.com. We've offered us some really cool scratch-off maps, as the name might suggest. Put the competition on Facebook. <laughs> Not a lot of interest, especially on Twitter as well. It's like, well, you don't want free stuff. What's wrong with you people? So get on our Twitter, get on our Facebook, tell us what your favourite away day is get the chance to win a really cool map from uh, scratchoffmaps.com. Get on there and get involved. Right, Mr. Muir, thank you for joining as always. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it was lovely to see you last night as well, mate. Thanks very much. Yourself, Mr. Diver, coming yeah. all the way over to, for, to the West End. Uh, yeah, and uh, having a chat about that this, after, this afternoon. So wherever, in, wherever you are in the world listening cheeseheads, I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, onwards. Absolutely. Seb, um, you had to miss Strictly yesterday. Have you caught up with it now? No, I haven't. I've watched five of the dances, including Angela Rippon, and uh, I will be watching the rest after this podcast. What a fantastic right, day. <laughs> exactly. Cap off a nice day. All right, top stuff. All right, cheeseheads. Uh, don't forget the YouTube channel is back on Monday with their review of the weekend show, and they've got plenty of content throughout the rest of the week. Have a listen there. Get involved, and we'll be back next weekend. Um, reviewing but who have we got next weekend Liverpool oh yeah the Scousers yeah up against Liverpool next weekend that should be an exciting game alright until next time she said come on you Spurs come on you Spurs Van der Ven Van der Ven our new centre half Van der Ven Van der Ven as tall as a giraffe loves Ange Ball hates Arsenal Van der Ven Van der Ven Van der Ven come on you Spurs enjoy your lunch Sports Social Podcast Network
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.